Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Greetings, my X-Files geeks, and welcome back to Reopening the X-Files, the podcast that proves the truth is still out there. I'm Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined once again by the agent, Special Agent Powell. The agent. The agent. Just the agent, that's all I need to be. The agent, Agent P. The agent. Agent P. Like Men in Black. A man in black. Woman in black. Well, that's a scary film, isn't it? Woman in black. No, that's Christa Berg. I thought it was a Gene Wilder film. No, that's Woman in Red. I thought that was a Christa Berg film. No, it's a Christopher Berg song. Get on with this show. <laughs> First off, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can contact us here or, you you know, send us your fanboy facts uh, on Twitter at Movie Ultimate or Reopen the X-Files. And we'll give you a shout-out. Obviously, I've not had any, so there's no shout-outs today. <laughs> uh, season 3, episode 16, Apocrypha. Written by Frank Spotnitz and Chris Carter and directed by Kim Manners. It's the second part of the story that began with Piper Maru and is part of the larger series mythology. Do you know what happened in tonight's episode, Howell? No, I didn't really pay much attention. You didn't, did you? No, you're on your phone. I was poking you, saying, you've got to watch it. We're going to talk about it. I know. I couldn't be bothered tonight, if I'm being honest. <sighs> How can I? Oh, you need a smack bottom. All right. <laughs> well, Mulder returns from Hong Kong after having found uh, rogue agent Alex Krychek. Uh, unbeknownst to him, he has the black oil inside him. And he's up to nefarious deeds. But he travels back with him, which is, is quite strange. Because I don't think he arrests him or anything, does he? And he gets back to America... And the, and with the promise that he's going to give him the the tapes that was seen in paperclip, mm. and uh, yeah, then he loses him again. He always loses. He him. always loses. Crash. He's like a slippery like eel. Cat and mouse, isn't it, with them two? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this episode. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as the last episode. No, I would say that it's uh, not as good. I do remember watching it the first time, more so for the ending. Yeah. Because it freaked me out when I watched it the first time. And yeah. It was good because obviously you didn't really know what was going on. But yeah, a bit of a slow one. Do you think? Because mm. it closes up a lot of a lot of the story. So like, you've got Scully's sister's murder is wrapped up. And that's basically all she does in this episode, isn't it? Yeah, she's, she mopes about a bit, doesn't she? She mopes about. She's looking after Skinner, who's been shot, because he's trying to... He's trying to... Keep the case open. Yeah, try to get the man, bring him to justice. 
and and she's sort of looking after him because she 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 has a sense that he's in danger that he's in danger and that these things are connected which yeah. which they are again yeah. and and it's nuts how much these people are getting away with because they are they're sending like the same person after Skinner to do the job to stop him from getting Scully's sister you know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, it's they've, not... they've just got a few go-to men, obviously. There's not a big wide winger. <laughs> but uh, the the other story is, uh, where where's the oil going? So the oil's in charge of Crycheck. Yeah, and it can obviously, like, radiate, because he kills someone, doesn't he? You don't kills, see yeah, it. Yeah, he kills two people. It's just like a massive bright flash. Like the woman did it's in like, the other How episode. did it not kill him? Because it's come from him. His tissue. Yeah, it's a bit, he must be protected. Yeah, it's one of them things you never really get to find out, innit? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you'd think, wouldn't you, if if you had it... Well, he's irradiated, isn't he? Yeah. He should be. Because he is a mere mortal. Maybe it's sort of like a symbio- symbiosis relationship, where if you have it, you're protected. Hmm... Maybe. What's up with you? Why yeah. are you laughing? It's just one of them fast stretches, isn't it? Fast stretch. Oh, you. Oh, I get the. I get the impression you didn't like it. Yeah. Not my favorite. Not your favorite. No. Um. Again, it it it's uh one of the episodes that bring you closer. Well, brings Mulder closer to finding the syndicate. He finds a number, on an envelope, while the uh. uh the long gunman is saying, "Oh, you'd be able to get a." get what's written there using the latest technology and all that and, and Mulder's there just rubbing a pen pencil, pencil. on a piece yeah. of paper. Old school. Yeah. I used to do that. Do you remember you used to do that on school trips if you went somewhere? Gravestones. Yeah, like yeah. you went somewhere historic and I can remember it was like somewhere in York and you did you could trace all the stuff. It might have been. Viking and you could place. trace over it and it wasn't until after I'd done it I realised that you went to pay 50p if you did it. I was like, I'm not paying 50p for that. So I just did it and then pocketed it. And then it went felt under. Bad. Yeah, you should feel bad. No, it didn't go under. It's still there. Might not be. It's still there. My 50p wouldn't have made a difference. Might have made the biggest difference. But I didn't do it on graves. Who does it on graves? You don't have my mum. I was just going to say, that'll just be your mum. <laughs> Surely. Yeah. Well, no, because like when, when graves are really like weather-worn, you can still get what's on them right off. fascinating you're ready here first oh you're 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 a bit of a knob today aren't you yeah <laughs> i can't be asked <laughs> um but no he, he gets closer to the syndicate by finding this telephone number and then he phones and gets through to uh the what's he called is the 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 english gent yeah no he's he's in the book i think he was uh a well manicured man yeah something like that yeah and I can't remember the actor's name. So is it something Neville? Oh God, I'm oh, bad tonight. I'm not sure. Um, he. He then yeah John Neville and he meets him, um, in New York, and Mulder seems to have more information than what he does. He does. Yeah. And it shows the 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 different layers of. Uh, lying hierarchy, that's going on yeah. in, in the syndicate There's because a hierarchy within it. There is a hierarchy within it. But I think, like, the smoking man's at the bottom, but he's doing more like, that yeah, they don't know usually about. Usually, with the legwork, you do know a lot more. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Because it does answer a lot of questions. Yeah. Finishes off the paperclip storyline with the, the tapes. Because they end up going back to the smoking man. Yeah. It's almost like, why did the oil want to find him? How did the oil know to find Crycheck? There's lots of very questions about the oil. But it is. It's been down in the sea for, what, 50 years? Yeah. And it comes up and then locates Crycheck. Why is it in the form of oil? That's the first thing, really. Because oil's on Earth, isn't it? it, it I suppose it... it they but don't, how they... does it get back into its spaceship and fly its little spacecraft if it's oil? Because it gets into the different mechanisms and... Oh, right, yeah. Well, oil's good at lubricating stuff, isn't it? Yeah, not bloody navigating How do you flying. know? Have you been on a spaceship? No, I'm Well, there you go, see? So don't, don't question it, woman. Okay. <laughs> go on. Go on. Fanboy facts. Fanboy, you want me to do fanboy facts now? Yeah. All right then. Fanboy. 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 Fanboy facts. Um. Uh, oh. The episode's title is a reference to biblical biblical apocrypha, um, which series Chris Carter felt was appropriate for the episode's thematic concerns, including hidden documents and truths. Not brought to light. And that's what happens in this series a lot. No truth are brought to light. Yeah, it's a bit, well, I think that's why it's a bit of a downer. <laughs> uh, it's the director, Kim Manners. Um, he, he directed a number of Monster of the Week episodes, which we all love. And this was his first mythology-centred episode. Nicholas Lee, at the end of the episode, you mentioned this before, didn't you, that it was quite a, an eerie scene where he's like, he's, yeah. he's coughing up all the oil. It's, it's coming out of his eyes and like nostrils. It's sick and it's yeah. coming out of every orifice, isn't it? It's horrible. Yeah, I bet it's quite satisfying though to like get it out. I bet it wasn't. <laughs> but um, he had to wear a mask with tubes for the scene uh, where it leaves his body. Um, and Lee said that the filming was, was horrible. But they had to do it again a few days later. Oh, God. So that's yeah, like punishment, it. isn't it? I felt sorry for him at Did the you? end, yeah. Because he's locked in, he's left yeah, there. He's just left. Do you reckon the ship rose out of the silo and left? I don't know. Well, he had to have a way to get out, didn't he? Because yeah. he gets out. But I did, I felt that even all the shit that he does and how much you can't stand him, you can't help but feel sorry for him and yeah. you put yourself in that situation. It's horrible. Yeah, but he's a horrible person. He is. It's not nice. He's a bastard. He's a, he's a, yeah, I was going to say something worse. Yeah, don't. I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, the missile silo used for the episode's climactic scene was incomplete when the scene was filmed, as the crew did not have enough time or money left to complete the set. Mm. Do you know what a Foo Fire is? Dead, Other than Dave Grohl and his band of... Merry men. men. Where are you going with that? Yeah, I don't know. Foo Fighter <laughs> is some um from the war, isn't it? They used to call them Foo Fighters when they saw them. Yeah. So US Air Corps and Air Crew would during World War Two would uh when they observed unidentified flying objects they would call them Foo Fighters. Mm. Which is quite cool. I didn't really I think I knew it, but it's only a fairly recent knowing. Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Howard um, 
once trained as an ice skater, so he was quite at ease in the scene where the lone gunman goes skating. And Dean Haglund, on the other hand, had never skated before, so he had a five-day crash course on how to stay upright. I'd be like Dean, me, I'd be useless. Well, you know what? I remember when I went ice skating in France with school, right? We didn't just go over to France to go ice skating. We were there for a few days. And uh, we went ice skating. And I was quite good on it because I used to do rollerblading and all that. And <laughs> we went around this thing. And this French girl, woman, was doing twirls and shit in the middle. And her leg was in the air, swinging, and she clipped me. Good job she didn't take She you. got... She, well, it... It was across my eye. There. Yeah. I've got a tiny little scar. You've got was. a scar by your eyebrow. Yeah, well, so she's lucky she didn't cut your she eyeball. Could've, she could have killed yeah. me. Well, she could have took your eye out. Yeah. So, yeah. Those I, French beggar. I, tw- I twatted my face on the uh, on the floor and left a massive uh, patch of blood, which was good. But your teacher's shit. Well, I ruined the day for everyone. We all had to go to the hospital one. <laughs> Oh. Luckily, I had me one eleven form. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Oh. Ruins trip for everyone. I did ruin the trip for everyone, and but you know what? The day after was the last day, and we were all allowed an extra two hours out at night. And in France, when you you go over there, you you get served beer, as a as a fifteen sixteen year old. Weirdly, but I wasn't allowed out. Hmm. So you're right. What my fault? Anyway. Yeah. Fair. The silo that Crycheck is locked in is numbered... 1013. And where does 1013 come from? What's his first who does them? Chris Carter. Oh, God. What is it? It's his birthday, isn't it? Is it his birthday? It's his birthday, but it's also his company. So was he born on the, the 10th of the 13th month? <laughs> you don't be so obtuse. <laughs> well, you know... Do you know that Americans around. do it the wrong way around. They do it the wrong way around. <laughs> well, they do, I suppose when you say, like, October the 13th, but we wouldn't, we'd say... Well, no, we, we go from... Because it's day, month, year. Yeah, it's not month, it's, day, year. No. The, but they do it number-wise. So there's less, there's less months than there is days. There's usually 30 to 31 days. Yeah, but there? if you watch them in, in and films then there's three and, and stuff years, or whatever, they do days. say, they'll say, like, January 1st. Yeah. You know, or April 11th. Yeah. You wouldn't say it the way we say it. But their, their dates go numerically bigger, whereas we go day, month, year. We go the right way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, of course. Horses for courses. Courses for horses. Whatever that means. The alien spaceship seen at the end was built out of wood and occupied virtually an entire soundstage. Now, I didn't... Looking at it, it doesn't look like wood. I think they've done a good job at yeah. making that ship. Yeah. And I think the ships in these in, in the whole of the X Files look Good. really cool. Yeah, they do. Practical effects, it's a way forward. There's a lot of digital effects in this though as well. Yeah. Like watching it you don't really see it because it's T V and you and it's it's fleeting, but when they go to the silo place, there's a lot if you look at it carefully you can see that it is a lot of composites and, and CGI going on. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, oh. Do you know what time it is? No. It's the end. Nice one. Because Fanboy Facts is finished. 
Nice but the next episode, which I'm looking forward to doing, is a brilliant episode. Pusher. Oh, it is a good one, that, yeah. yeah. Cerulean Blue. No? Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> he draws it all over his face, doesn't he? Oh, no, that's... No, that's... That's, that's why I yeah. yeah. And it's Royal his Blue. pen is blue. Royal Blue? No, <laughs> is it Royal Blue? No, it's just his pen is blue. Yeah, no, but he's he's saying he's trying to say red, isn't he? Oh, I don't. Yeah. And then he says, yeah, because he's like, it's, it's royal blue, <laughs> and then it's all over his face. Thanks for listening, everyone. We we went off a couple of tangents there. Didn't, didn't mean to. Uh, please share and and you know, leave leave one of those reviews if you want to. Um, on our podcast, gives a shout out. Uh, if you want to pop over to YouTube, the Ultimate Movie Geek page. Channel, channel, or a channel. Uh, give us a subscribe and listen to our latest Christmas episode, which is on the Polar Express. What do you think of the Polar Express, pal? It's, it's all right. It's all right. What do you? But is it good or is it is it bad? Does it hold up? Is it a little bit jarring in places? Yeah, there's bits I can't stand, but oh. overall, I, I, I hate that bit. Chocolate. I scared the cat. It's stupid. I hate it. But yes, most of it I do like, and I like Christmas mm. films. And there's bits in it that are lovely, and yeah. But there's bits in it that you think, "What the <laughs> freak?" To scare the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah. Well, we uh, I've, I'm we're going through some. Well, I'm going through some Christmas movies, uh, for the channel. So last week was Christmas Vacation. This week was Polar Express. I may do Scrooge from nineteen seventy, starring Albert Finney. Which is a very, very good, very good adaptation film. of Scrooge. Yeah, very, very good. Well, we think it is anyway. Anyway, it's almost Christmas and it's time to celebrate. Follow us on Twitter at Movie Ultimate and Reopen the X-Files. And thank you for listening. And remember, look to the skies because the truth is out there. I made this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.